0: Welcome to Startup Confidential, what industry insiders will never tell you that you need to know if you're building a consumer brand. With your host, best-selling author of Ramping Your Brand, Dr. James Richardson, let's do this.
1: Welcome, everybody, to the 100th episode of Startup Confidential. 100 is a wonderful number, and I have to thank you guys for continuing to listen, or I would have given up. Well, maybe not. (laughs) All right, this episode, in celebration of 100 episodes straight, without interruption, I will be talking about the seven traits of killer founders. So the following traits are not intended to be exhaustive, but they are patterns gleaned from my work with highly successful founders new to the consumer packaged goods industry. All right, now here we go. Number one killer founders are autodidacts. What does that mean? It means that they learn new subjects quickly and facilely. They are quick studies in large part because they're highly motivated to learn, not just geniuses. So it's true that Autodidacticism is kind of correlated to being just plain smart, but, you know, not any more than the top 10% of smarty pants. So you don't need to be Albert Einstein. You have to be motivated to just learn what you need to learn, even if it hurts. Number two, killer founders are humble about what they do not know. Gosh, it's tough to learn if you're a know-it-all. Killer founders understand their biggest weakness is knowledge asymmetry versus that annoying professional operator who keeps getting plum jobs funded by venture capital. And they accept this knowledge asymmetry and they're constantly ready to admit to newbie mistakes so they can turn on the autodidacticism machine and learn. Number three. Killer founders are curious. It's related to number two. Humility is hard to measure I'm sure some social psychologist has created a scale, but I don't know. It's hard to measure, but, you know, I don't think curiosity is. I think we intuitively can see who's curious and who's not in our social world, right? Killer founders immediately ask questions to learn. When they're humbled by something, they now know. They should have known all along. Like the difference between units per store per week and weighted velocity metrics. ka Number four, killer founders
0: are fail well.
1: Killer founders do not emotionally unravel or tantrum when they screw up royally. They may sigh or vent briefly, but quickly isolate the learnings from their failure, and they devise a different approach, practically. They are not neurotic. Number five, killer founders are not status-oriented. So killer founders, folks, They are motivated by different things, but they are motivated primarily by the status of being a founder, the coolness of being an entrepreneur and their LinkedIn profile. Okay? Yeah. Killer founders are obsessively goal-oriented. And I'll be really honest, making a lot of money is one of those goals. And that's not the issue, as long as it's sincere. Because as we know, in the beginning, you're losing money. So by setting a goal of making money, by definition, you've already punted yourself long into the future, which is healthy for a founder.
0: Hey listeners, exponential growth involves more than a killer product, great fundraising, and a great team. You need superb analytics to ride the ramp. Dr. Richardson's latest online course is now available, Effective Consumer Marketing for Early Stage Founders. You can find course pricing and details at premiumgrowthsolutions.com slash courses. And now, back to the episode. All right.
1: Number six. Killer founders are prone to experiment, not contemplate. Overanalyzing and wheel spinning is a deadly sin in entrepreneurship and related to neurotic personality types, okay? If that's how your brain works and there's nothing you can do to stop it, this is not for you. Analysis, yes. Wheel spinning, avoiding decision-making, no. Get out there and react to your analysis. Make a different bet. Try a different move. Go, 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 go. Number seven, the final one. Killer founders are not perfect managers or leaders. So (laughs) there's a growing literature on something called entrepreneurial management, like managing a fast-growing early-stage venture. Not saying that's not worth studying, per se, But the reality is that I've seen a lot of poorly managed early stage ventures scale just fine. And that's because they had enough of the things right. (laughs) That their awkward, not professional approach to leadership and management somehow got the ball up the hill. It's okay not to be a perfect manager or leader. In phases one through four, feelings will get hurt, things will get broken, people are learning how to lead teams, in many cases, for the very first time. There's just no time for everyone to have delicate egos that need to be massaged and investigated. And there's no time for venerating a bureaucratically austere and refined org chart. Okay, this is why groups of friends can do relatively well as founding teams, given some other things. Because they have such a high level of implicit trust that they don't get freaked out by the little shit. And they don't get offended by each other that easily. Male or female. All right, those are the seven traits. The worst thing investors, and I know some are listening, could ever do is look for a behavioral profile that essentially reads, smooth talking public firm CEO. (laughs) This political savvy is impressive. It's rare, but it's Not only an irrelevant skill to early stage companies, I would argue it almost assuredly correlates with someone who is super status-oriented, super risk-averse, and quite frankly, not a humble autodidact. I'd rather have a loose talking frat boy with the above traits, you see, the above seven traits, a minority of frat boy, a loose talking frat boy with the above traits than Mr. Public CEO any day of the week if I were an angel investor. Oh, absolutely. That's all we've got, folks. Happy 100th episode of Startup Confidential. Be safe out there.
0: Thanks for listening. Remember, Dr. Richardson has loads of resources for founders at premiumgrowthsolutions.com. And when you're on his site, don't forget to take his founder's quiz and see if you're ready to ride the skate ramp of exponential growth.